Here we go. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Running Things Considered. We're mixing things up a little bit on this podcast because this is the first podcast ever, as far as I know, to be recorded at the bottom of the ocean because we're going right into Danny Jones' locker. Oh, this is, I was like, what the hell that's good? <laughs> yeah, did you get that? You probably heard that a million times. But anyways, <laughs> Danny Jones' locker, we have an amazing guest today on this podcast, if you're still listening, if no, you haven't tuned out gone. from that joke. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> is the four-time national champ, a 427 miler, 15, 17, 5K runner, 407, 1500 meter runner, and the newest addition to Team Boss in Crested Butte. He he had not heard of a, the geological formation of a butte. I did before this podcast. I said like Crested Butte or something. You said but. I said but. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> He also said archipelago before. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, awesome. So, anyways, he needs so, to go back to school. So on that note, how are you doing, Danny? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for that. That was one of the most unique introductions I've ever had. So Indeed. you get that award. That's, so that's sometimes a good compliment. That's good. <laughs> you can go either, can way. Go either way. All right, we'll take it. We'll take it nonetheless. <laughs> and, uh, on that note, let's roll the intro. Say you're going out late. I count down till you call me. It's just one of those things. That you do when you're lonely and you're all about the chase, but you won't ever let me catch you. And I wish I was the same, but I know I'm gonna let you. Well, okay. welcome back, everybody. Oh, you, you wrote a lot of notes. So usually I do all the notes beforehand. With me. With me. Mm, I do a lot of them because <laughs> I'm very bored. Uh, but lately I've been virtually monitoring uh, school pods because I still have not found a job since COVID. Um, so I've been just making sure kids are playing their recorders from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I asked him if he could do it. Uh, so you actually wrote down a lot of the stuff. I'm I did. I did. And uh, the, the, the one thing I did want to touch on is me and Danny first met each other, I think, probably at the 2015 Dream Mile, if you remember that. Yeah, no, of course. And, and, and why, why I bring that up is because, like, still to this day, that meet was probably, like, the best track experience maybe I've ever had still because we get there and it's New York City. I'm a young go-getter at that point. I haven't seen the world. And it's it's just like a great experience. You get a bunch of gear in the same hotel as Usain Bolt and you get traveled over to a Diamond League meet. And for me, it was wild. And it's still probably like the best I've ever like been treated at a track meet. Is it still for you or, or is there a one that tops it? Oh, honestly, yeah. High school meets, especially those meets are crazy. I mean, um that's where I met you that's the first time I met Jenny mm -hmm. that's the first time I'm ever around any professional athletes um and they're just so nice I feel like because I've experienced I haven't really experienced running pro yet at like real sure. meets but I feel like you definitely get treated better as a high school kid like you I don't know we were just we were given all they, so they much they were really stuff going and, all out to impress us back then oh yeah they like it, that's what made you, us like want to keep going. I feel like this is all I know, the, like, it's like this is this is what it's like. This is what college is all like. All the glamour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely not. But there was a lot of glamour. It was awesome. Yeah. And we learned that you both got sixth place. We did. Yeah. So. That was probably the hardest race of I've ever like tried. After that, they yeah. tried to do a post race interview with me with like the local newspaper, and I couldn't talk. Yeah. It was happen. wild. <laughs> do you remember who won the race? Twenty fifteen, Dreamer. Yeah. Would that have been our senior year? 
Yes, I'm old. Yeah. I'm very, that was not my senior year. <laughs> um, I feel like it was either Ryan Frazier or Serafini. Nope. Could, wait, 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 wait. Was it Christina of Aragon? It was. There you go. There you go. Okay, yeah, I got it. It won't let me I look forgot. at the time, so I don't know. <laughs> it was only four years ago. That's really pathetic that I can't remember that. I know. Well, I, you know, time flies sometimes. Does Time doesn't fly. That's what they say, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but also, we, uh, I, I asked, um, like, the general – general population or whatever, like questions to ask you. And we got a lot of duplicates um, before we go into the speed round uh, that we're kind of asking you kind of, how was your transition from, I guess, high school to college? They're really interested in that because you obviously had a, a great college career. And now I guess you've kind of gotten into thrown into pro running. But although, I mean, you probably don't know exactly how it's like since it's still COVID pro running, but uh, mm -hmm. kind of how was that tra transition for you? Uh, yeah, so high school to college um I don't like to say that I got really lucky because you know believing in luck is no fun but um I did get lucky with the coaches I had um Jeff Messer is and still is a very good coach and in high school he our training was just centered around me wanting to have a long career Sure. While also wanting to, you know, get a scholarship and be able to run where I wanted. And that's a really fine line, especially um, coaching girls, I think, is sometimes more of like magic than science, if you can pull it <laughs> off, because it's just, I don't, I just, I don't know how people do it. Um, but I got really lucky because I, I got to go to Dream Mile and I ran in the 440s and got to go to CU. And then obviously Mark Wetmore um has coached people who have made it not only you know running well in within the NCA but then running really well um past college and that was stuff that was something I was looking at um mm. when I was an 18 year old which may have been a cocky thing to like, consider so, being so like, you, oh, were, yeah, like, you were like thinking about like this being like your, your career like in high school yeah I mean obviously it like I think it's one of those things where I was just, I've been overly confident for a long time. And just even though good. I wasn't, I wasn't There's running. Confidence to me whenever you have a chance. Yeah. Like it's not like I got to college and I was this big superstar either. Like I got to run the top seven, which is awesome, but I wasn't an all American in cross. Um, I barely made the 1500 final. Um, and I wasn't making nationals was a big deal for me my freshman sure. year. Um, but yeah, I think I just like, kind of was an ignorance is bliss thing where I'm like, yeah, no, like I'm going to, I'm going to run pro one day and I'm going to, I'm going to win an NCAA title. And I just kind of like <laughs> didn't know any better. Um, and luckily I had coaches that had similar goals for me and saw um, a lot of potential and um, yeah, you know, it was a lot of work and a lot of taking it a day at a time and getting my butt kicked by girls who sure. were older and better than me for a long time but it paid off that the last few years so and, and does does it kind of since uh does it kind of feel like like that again since obviously you know you're in a, a really good training group group now but i mean you've, you've proven yourself you know plenty well to you know you're running pro times in college but uh is it is it is it kind of feel like a reset in your current group a little bit or just kind oh, of yeah situation? yeah i mean they've been so good to me and they've made the transition so seamless especially this year I feel like it was even crazier and could have been even harder than normal um, sure. <laughs> but it definitely does feel like 
I'm a freshman again. I'm paying my dues again. And I'm like, I'm perfectly comfortable with that. And I know that those years as in 19 and 20 year old, where I was really getting, you know, my ass handed to me in practice were the years that made me uh, really good. Those last, you know, those last few years I had at CU. So that's just what I'm telling myself now is that um, now I'm surrounded by the best in the world. And, you know, I'm four to six years younger than everybody. And I have to keep that in mind while also, you know, maintaining that fire and um, that expectation for myself to be up there, you know. Cool. Well, Emma's the only other person I've ever met with my last name. So I think we're related. (laughs) 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 Um, So as the speed rounds go, we have people from Instagram uh, kind of just DM Avery because he's a superstar, uh, just like some random questions. And so Chris, our editor, will put in the Jeopardy. Was it the Jeopardy song? I never know. I, he, he just does like just like intense music. Just I like, think that's the Jeopardy. Final Jeopardy. Is it Final Jeopardy? Okay. Well, he puts in Final Jeopardy. So whenever you're ready, this is going to be really hard. So yeah, pretty much we're just going to ask you really short questions. And you just answer as fast as you possibly can. And you can't skip a question because as you signed in the contract earlier, if you yes. skip a question, it's $300 fine. <laughs> Every so, question okay. doubles. So the first question, 300, 600, 900. <laughs> yeah. gotcha. you know are these like one worded or are they? It's up to you. All right. All right. Hit me with your best shot then. Scratched, Avery just scratched one out. So yeah, well, because I realized I already asked you it. So <laughs> anyways. <laughs> All right, all right, three, two, one. First car. Oh, Mazda. A Miata? No freaking clue. It was white and it was old and it didn't move very well. (laughs) What's the worst state in the United States? Um. $300? (laughs) Jeez. Georgia, I won't disagree with you. No, I think, honestly, I don't like Texas very much. Okay, okay. You've just polarized a lot of our listeners. Actually, 99% of our listeners are from just Texas. Um, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> what, is your, what is your favorite cereal? Um, Life Cinnamon. Wow, good. That's, it's, that's the only cereal I like to get soggy. Um, <laughs> who's your runner crush? Who's my what? I'm sorry. Runner crush. Runner crush. Um... Honestly, my first runner crush was Ryan Hall. I thought he was such a beast. Um, but now it's probably, um, uh, gosh. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're Ryan Hall. Huh? Now, now it's probably now it's probably Sarah Hall. <laughs> Sarah Hall, great. Okay. Uh, what other sport would you do if you weren't running? Uh, I'd love to ski. I'm not very good at it, but okay. Okay. I like it, even though I'm bad. <laughs> Where does a kiwi fruit come from? <laughs> come from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to be so wrong. Bush? Vine? Like, ground? <laughs> oh, like what kind of plant does it come from? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, a tree? I don't know either. I don't, I don't know either. What is it? I thought you were asking me what country. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Kiwis are. Well, maybe New that Zealand. was the question. Kiwis are New Zealand. I think, no, I thought the animal, the, the kiwi bird is from New Zealand. Well, yeah, but they're. I'm not going to get in. It. It's still New Zealand. 
right. I'm a genius. We just figured it out. All right. <laughs> Hardest race you've ever had. Um, indoor 5K. I was. I turned the last corner and I was like, I stayed sideways. <laughs> uh, what is the square root of 64? Uh, <laughs> Come on. Eight? There we go! <laughs> you go to Georgia Tech. I haven't did math since freshman year. <laughs> of high school or college? College. <laughs> <laughs> Longest run. Longest run, 16. Okay, and what is your upcoming Halloween costume? I'm also going to be this, so please tell us what we're going to be. Oh man, I haven't thought about it, which is really bad. Um, it's horrible. I know, it's getting really close. Um, I do costume. I don't know, I always want to pull off the like boxer thing, but all I have is like this really puffy robe. Okay. So then I show up just looking like, like and they think I'm just like an old lady <laughs> yeah. or something, so I think I should just get like a gray wig. And, like, good but okay so you're gonna be a boxer boxer yeah sure that's the idea okay well that was the last way actually we always ask our guests this one and what is your favorite type of apple i don't like apples okay all right well that's actually in the <laughs> That's that, was it. It. that was it. All right. Was it. Thank you so Thank much you so for much coming on, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but before, before, before we go on, I'm really excited about my Halloween costume. What, huh? what is your Halloween costume? I have, I have two. I don't have one, so I'm going to borrow yours. You're much taller. Yeah, can you You're going to like one? my second one. Right. My first one's going to be uh, Rey Mysterio from the WWE. He's my favorite wrestler when I was a child. This is, every, what? Everything makes sense. Keep going. Okay. Story. Rey Mysterio. And, my, and the, the costume I'm going to be, because I, I have two days in a row. And my second costume, I want to be Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Yeah. And I'm going to be Daniel Brigoli. That dude, that was a, a costume I saw people at. That, that'd be a dope, dope duo. Oh, but we couldn't, we could only say the, the line the whole night. Catch my side. Yeah, anyway, so I told you I've been <laughs> tutoring like kids yeah. every day. And today I had to read like four books about the WWE and John Cena. It was literally the most annoying thing i've ever done in my dude life. i've been to wrestlemania dude you better watch what you say wrestle when i was living in new york <laughs> wrestlemania was right next to my house right. also i want to say that um john cena said he was bullied in the seventh grade for being super skinny and they said he weighed 125 pounds i weigh 125 pounds right now you and i weigh 45 pounds in the seventh grade <laughs> i was like dude that is that's you're a humongous seventh grader do not act like people 45 eating you oh man oh, like also, I feel like everyone is bullied in seventh grade, you know, this for something. What I hate about like big athletes. Everyone was just so awkward sure. and weird. In yeah, middle school stuff. Not for me. I was the king. You, yeah, you would be the king of middle yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I had to end many eagles. Peaks. Brownies going around. Yeah, I just beat a lot of people up. I, I, I was forty-five pounds, and I had a lot of people do it for me. Yeah. I actually did get. The I don't think I've been forty-five pounds since I was a toddler, dude. I was I was like, born. that's so little. You were a fifty pound baby. Yep, that's unbelievable. <laughs> I was pounds six ounces as a baby. What was your birth weight, Danny? Another rapid question. Seven pounds. Really? Oh, nice. You're in your fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Is your mom still alive? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've never asked our guests what their birth weight is, so I appreciate it. <laughs> we that. can throw down the speed round. I like that. <laughs> what was your birth weight? <laughs> was your birth weight more or less than mine? And I don't tell them the number. Uh, um, so, so for the first time ever, um, we're, yeah, we're going to get into the questions, and this is 
a mistake. I'm going to read out. Oh no, you want me to read the, the questions? Readings? I'm really bad at reading. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll okay, do it. yeah, that's not even that's not um, even play around. You got it. Avery's an engineer and not a reader. That's true. And I'm just a old cat guy now that I have two kittens, <laughs> so I can I learn to read the newspaper and stuff. All right, this again. People who text or call in, leave your name or where you're from. I don't know where nine five two is. Danny, do you know a nine five two area code? I'll give you no idea. I'll give Probably you hundred dollars if you um, guess it. <laughs> nice. I'm just gonna guess Texas because you said everyone. Mm, yeah, I'll five hundred dollars. No, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. a suburb, southwestern suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul. So shout out, shout yeah. out. Um, wow, this is very long, but that's okay. All right, this is from a nine five two number. So shout out to southwestern suburban Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Um. Just started listening to the podcast today. Big fan. Already listened to seven episodes. I love All right, you. do that again because we really need the downloads, okay? <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Invite all your friends to have like a download factory. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so hopefully this hasn't been discussed yet. Well, 952 number, it has not. So this is a two-part question I've been debating with my running friends recently. You can also debate this with your regular friends. I have to be running friends. Um, due to COVID-19, many collegiate conferences have moved cross-country to the spring. Uh, supposedly to make this work, cross country races are going to be held near the track, kind of like an added event to the meet. So one, should the XC race be scored independently as its own sport, uh, as just another track event or as part of the track meet, but weighted more than a single event slash more people can score. Um, assuming whatever scoring method you choose, how would you organize a team? I, .e., would you put the two fastest distance runners in the 5k, 10k? but then have your next five in the 8K? That's a lot. This is a loaded question. This is a lot. Um, so now you didn't tell me how detailed this was. I, I know. Well, yeah, I, 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 well, I, I just wrote down. Yeah. This, is, this is my notes. Spring XC track meet score. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of... You really hit everything. Yeah. So, no, keep going. I'm following it. Okay, so, so let, let, let's answer the first question. First, should XC race be scored independently as its own sport or weighted into the total score of the track? I guess the only question I would have is all, all of your distance runners going to be in the cross country meet opposed to the track? That's the second part of the question. Well, then I don't want to answer the second part. So there's a bunch of different angles you could do this. Obviously, when they're actually going to have the meets. I think there's only two angles. Okay, well, <laughs> so actually when they're going to have the meet, obviously, in reality, it's going to be a different sport. Sure. So I think NCAA is going to do it. But I think it would be very interesting and, and very beneficial to a lot of schools, such as Colorado and also such as Wisconsin, because they almost, you know, they, they almost won nationals in track with distance, which has never been done before. And the fact that it's never been done before kind of has that really never been done before yeah we're like like it, it was some metric of like a distance majority tracking never won okay but uh but so yeah i think it would be really cool i think it, it would benefit honestly it would, it would benefit distance running in a lot of ways if if it actually counted then you know let's let's go even deeper than you know instead of just putting all the scholarships in the 400 for, you know, Texas A&M and uh, University of Florida, sure. which are the teams that usually win, you know, it would be more distance heavy. So, you know, you wouldn't have just a bunch of walk-ons, you know, for the most part in cross-country teams and or people, are, you know, on lower scholarship. 
I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. And I appreciate you bringing everyone into the equation and wanting more equality in the distance running scholarship well, world. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so do, do you have do you have any thoughts on this, Danny? Or, or, uh... Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I think there's arguments for both. Um, it would be cool, especially because I, I think a lot of teams experience what I experienced with you a little bit where there's a little bit of a gap or – um just like the team the distance team can sometimes be disconnected from the rest for sure um and there are also people within distance programs that they're just really good at cross country um and i'm sure they would choose to run cross and be able to score more points for i guess a giant track meet like this um but for someone like me who it's not as clear it would have been really uh, emotionally taxing for me to have to choose, I think. That's true. <laughs> because, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially women, because we only run 6Ks, there's more, um, there's just more women that can run well in cross country than men uh, who can also run well in the 1500 and 5K distances because they're not having to run a 10K. Um, so that would be the only confusing part is having to decide what you're doing. But I, I do like that cross country is involved because I, we were talking about how on our team, how cool it would be for cross country to be an Olympic sport um, and how we would love to see that happen sometime. And yeah. this would probably be, that would be a cool way or like an introduction to like, see how cross country can be like a, that would be cool. you know, like track. Yeah. <laughs> That is interesting. So, and I never, that's a tough one, though. And that, that's a good perspective. I didn't really think about like that you would have to choose because I wouldn't have to choose. Yeah, I didn't think about <laughs> that either. There'd probably be women who are running 10K on the track, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, love diversity. So that, that is, it is a loaded question. Um, so for that reason, we're going to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, but see, the only thing is like, I guess. I don't know about scoring. Scoring would be such a difficult thing because it's 10 points for a win. Oh, yeah, that, versus, definitely. Yeah. It would be weighted. I don't know yeah. how. I mean, we'd have to think We'd have to think about it a lot more than just, you know, the 10 seconds we have in this podcast. Yeah. I think answer that question. Well, then, I, think they should, I think they should combine them. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be great. And I like having cross country as an Olympic sport. I read on Let's Run today because that's all I have to do all day while I'm tutoring children <laughs> is uh, about um, – bringing like ultra marathoning into Olympics or like a mountain running, sorry, into the Olympics. I can see that. Kind of cool. Yeah. 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 That'd be really cool. Well, well, thank you for the question. It said you debated it a lot with your teammates and I'm curious to think uh, your thoughts. So, so call Avery. His number is. My number is. (laughs) (laughs) Five, 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 Yeah. And uh, so let's get right into the next question. I'm hoping this is the correct one. Do you know it's right? Yeah. Okay. Hi, this is Alex from Granite Bay, California, and I had a question for you guys. So I run really early in the morning when it's dark, and there are deer and mountain lions and bobcats and feral cats and coyotes. What is the craziest wildlife you have ever seen on a run? And a couple weeks ago, I ran into a bear. Now, who do you think... Like, what professional athlete do you think who's not a runner could best fight a bear 
like during a workout, like as they're working out, fight a bear. All right, I know you guys will take it. Have have fun with that one. I love that question. She said, "Well, no, we'll take what." Well, she's like, she's, she's, she's such a good question. She's just full of confidence. Yeah, I'm saying. Dan, Danny, she has so much confidence. <laughs> call in. <laughs> Myself, I would take on the bear. <laughs> Do you, have you ever uh, seen yeah. a crazy animal running? Where, which, what home state are you from? I, I don't know. Honestly, that is, nobody understands where I'm from. My, <laughs> I was like born and half raised in Indiana and my dad was military. So I spent the rest of my childhood in Arizona. Oh. Um, but I've seen a lot more crazy stuff in Arizona than Colorado, which surprises me. Um, one time I ran into like, you know what a javelina pig is? They're like wild boars with like, like little. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, like, is, like, is, it, is that the same thing that Lion King? Kinda, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's like an Arizona version of Pumbaa, yeah. Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they will like they'll charge you, so it's kind of scary. Oh and I was running with my assistant coach; it was just me and him. And he stopped really abruptly because he saw it first, and I ran past him because I was like, "What are you doing?" And he like grabbed my shoulders because he was standing and like was hiding behind me. Oh and I was like, God. oh, okay. I was so say, like, grabbed a tusk or whatever. Oh. I was like, so, so if this like Avelina charges, it's gonna be my shins that get oh okay. God. That's fine. <laughs> well, well yeah, I have you guys talked about this before, but I was running and I got so lost in Florida on my uh, on my spring break, my senior year. I ran 20 miles. It was like 97 degrees. It was like one of the oh. worst runs of my life. But here's my neighbor. Um, but uh, when I was running, it said there was like, it was like, watch out for bobcats, uh, whatever. And I was like, no worries. I'm like totally good. No, that's like a weird sign. Like, probably a fake sign. And then when I was running, I heard like a raw rustling in the leaves. And I thought it was a squirrel. And then a bobcat like literally jumped out right in front of me. Um, and I took it and I split it in half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, I ran probably the world record in the 200 meters. After that, I've never run so fast in my entire life. And I finally got out of the woods, and I was like nine miles from my house. Oh my gosh! So, um, yeah, I've just I've torn a bobcat in half on the road. Yeah. See, when you said Florida, I thought you were gonna say alligators. So. No, I did see a gator at the Florida Relays in 2013. I thought it was fake. Gators honestly aren't that scary. Well, I thought it was fake. It looks. I threw a stick at it. I don't know why. That's a great idea. And it just like, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was oh, just yeah. on campus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, I mean, they, they have mascot. They're for living up to the name. We have a lot of yellow jackets at Tex campus. It's like a yeah, we, horrible problem. <laughs> not, not fun. Yeah. Not as fun as they sound. No. Um, not that they sound very fun. <laughs> but for, for, for me, for me from Tallahassee, Florida, which is kind of like, you know, it, it's not like, like hot Florida, beach Florida. It's more like inland, kind of swampy Florida. Crappy Florida. Crappy Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we saw all sorts of wildlife, but the most memorable ones, there's, there, there's two things. There's snakes and turtles. And the reason why turtles are so memorable is because, you know, you're in high school, you're like, oh, cool. Like we're running. Oh my gosh, a turtle. Uh, let's, let's be nice and put it to the side of the, uh, the trail. One thing they don't tell you about turtles is when you, when they, when you pick them up, I don't know what glands they have. Mm -hmm. They, they just discharge, like, just absurd amounts of liquid, and it gets places. And it's, 
it's gross. Okay, we're cutting the podcast right here. I know. Well, I, I, I <laughs> no, there's a lot of language I could have used there. Sure. And you that said was a safe discharge. What do you want? <laughs> squirted? <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> but, but, and so, and so that, that was something that happened. And of course, a bunch of high schoolers were like, oh my God, and freaking out. And then the second one, not as fun, is there are snakes and there are rattlesnakes in Florida. And it's to the point that, yeah. like, you know, if you see a stick in the ground and one person in your group jumps, everyone jumps and just starts sprinting. And, and, and when I say, I remember this, this one distinct time we were, we were running and it was a group of like seven people or whatever. Um, there's my, my buddies in the back right next to it and we're running. And then, you know, as, as it happens, everyone jumps in the air. There's probably a snake, but this guy's like, dude, that's a bunch of crap. They're just trying to scare me. So he keeps running steps on the rattlesnake. Okay. It goes to bite. Thankfully it missed him. And it was a, a very big deal. It was very scary. And naturally, as you can imagine, we started booking it. Except for, of course, I think there was there's one dude who wanted to play with it. But well, you were like a one, you were like a one forty nine high school kid. It's probably not very fair to the rest of the group that just <laughs> just booking it out of the snake. So, so that was that was probably that's probably the craziest thing I've seen. I've, I haven't seen many snakes in Only my entire Florida. life. Only I did go on that one Instagram page of Jay's historic. Where is it? Prehistoric pets? Jay's prehistoric pets. That's a great, yeah. Strange. <laughs> what? They have like thousands of snakes and they're like the biggest snakes you can ever imagine. It's, they're huge. They have like they're alligators yeah. and they're, all these bread and all sorts of stuff. Anyways, um, so second part of the question. <laughs> I, would, I would love to talk about amphibians and prehistoric pets. Yeah. <laughs> you love amphibians. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. On archipelagos. That's right. <laughs> right. Just start another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you guys can start that. There we go. Um, so <laughs> second part of the question: Have you thought about any athlete that you would you would pick to go up against the bear? <laughs> I thought professional I mean, athlete uh, Air Bud. The dog. The dog. <laughs> he can play any sport, dude. <laughs> Do is bear fighting one of the sports that he plays? Or? He get clobbered. Air Bud get clobbered. He can dunk <laughs> on human beings. It's a bear. <laughs> he get gobbled up. Here we go. Yum, yum. <laughs> One well, Air Bud find a way. You're dud. <laughs> what about the bear? <laughs> no. Um, anyways. Yeah, and I choose Flipper the Dolphin. So. <laughs> Flipper the Dolphin. Well, if the bear <laughs> Bears do swim very well. There's not a lot of things bears can't do. Like, you can't really get away from bears. I don't know the square root of 64. Yeah, Danny. <laughs> Dude, yeah, don't joke about that. That's not funny. <laughs> Everyone, I actually showed her on my phone what the square root is. <laughs> I wish I, she, I know she said you can't choose a runner, but I have to choose Corey McGee because. Corey McGee. A Florida like, She's yeah, she's probably one of the tiniest humans I've ever ran with, but she will like before workouts she'll like be on her chest and like just get like so amped and like I'm like, damn, I'm like kinda scared of you. I think she could I think she could take on a bear, yeah. Okay. She got the spirit. It takes a lot of spirit to fight a bear. I'll admit that. It does. Or just really loud. See I, we did talk about Conor McGregor being very just loud. And he would maybe scare away a he bear. He could scare away a bear. But I guess if we're talking about beating up a bear, I don't know. Who are you going to say? Uh, I, I was going to say, and this is this is an absolute layup of an answer, LeBron James. Oh, I thought you were going to say, uh, what was his name? <laughs> I, I was thinking Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice would be a good R. one. R.I.P. Yeah, Kimbo Slice is fine. Prime. 
But LeBron James, because he's also ferocious, he beats on his chest. He's not scared to beat on his he chest. He also throws up a lot of uh, dust. Dust. Yeah, baby bears powder. don't like that. They hate baby powder. They hate baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ronda Rousey would be another good one. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Well, I hope that we answered that question because I know about four athletes off the top of my head. So, um, oh, Danny, we lost you. Oh, no, we didn't. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I hope we answered that question well enough. I think we did. I think we did a great job. Yeah, she already knew we were going to take it. So <laughs> yeah, she did knew we were going to take it. And uh, this next one. Whoever, Yo, what's up, boys? Just saw the video of you guys breaking the three-legged mile, and I, I'm here to bear bad news. You guys ran the 1600 and not the mile. Um, I don't know if you know this. But a mile is actually 1609.34 meters, and you guys started at the 400 meter starting stop line. So technically, that's not a mile. I know as narcs, you guys probably didn't know that. Unreal. So just, just thought I'd feel like you know that was a mile, 1600 meters. Unreal. So that was like. At least he said, have a good day at the end. That was a good touch. He did say, have a he good day. He also said, like, what's needs <laughs> or something? Uh, here's what I want to address. Couple things. <laughs> Number one is Georgia Tech's track is 402 and a half meters. So we did indeed get to the full mile. Yeah, you, you just didn't know that. Yeah, you know? so you literally <laughs> wasted that much of your time by watching the entirety of the video. You should have done your research. Sure. Yeah, you should have done your research, buddy. It's a European-sized track, 402 and a half meters. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, another couple things that Avery, I had to talk to Avery about is the video went a little bit viral on Sports Illustrated's page, but then Avery posted it, and they thought that Avery had usurped uh, Sports Illustrated's so, content. So, so for those of you who haven't seen the video, this is just a classic Abe to Rave viral video. Classic you know, viral. Classic yeah. viral video. So it's just insane <laughs> having a good time running through like a mile. And sorry, we're going to leave this to, to Danny in a second. We're going to – we're taking the, taking the reins real, real quick because we were upset. But, <laughs> I forget what I was talking about. I'm so upset. Yeah, um, you were talking about how I'm like the coolest guy you know. Yeah, so so Zane's like the coolest guy you know, <laughs> and if you combine that with me in a video, you know, it's gonna do it's gonna go wild. And and so Sports Illustrated had it, and we were like, yay, it's on Sports Illustrated, cool. And it 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 did numbers. I think two million views, mm -hmm. and I posted saying like, this is obviously my video. I made it for my TikTok. Yeah. And I don't know, it did all right. It did all right. Bad compared to them, but it did all right. And I'm very upset at a personal level and so this is this is my official declaration that i'm going to take down sports illustrated this is a vendetta yeah i'm going to go into the inside infiltrate it probably through chris chavez so watch out yep. for him yep. and i'm gonna hit what every every newspaper has is the off switch or they the, do have the self-destruct button i know yeah. every every magazine, magazine so and hit that and uh goodbye also Good one goodbye. more thing uh people were like that's no way that was a 522 mile Absolutely no way. You guys are running 7.30. Oh, man. I just want to say to everybody, 5.20 is not very fast. <laughs> and it's just 80 seconds per lap. It is. Um, We're just that smooth. Yeah. I guess. It's really not that hard to run 5.20. Anyways. Um, so, anyways, if people don't understand. So I'm going to go take a few laps. But in the meantime, we thought we would redirect the question to Danny Jones. If you could pick anybody to run the fastest three-legged mile, you could possibly run it, and, and just, just for a little uh, hindsight, if that's the word, I don't know if it is. Probably not. Um, <laughs> the cadence is probably the most important part compared yeah. to height, because, like, we were, I'm way taller than Zane. No. 
I'm a few inches taller than Zane. He's what are you? <laughs> the same height. You wouldn't know what really what are I'm you. I'm 6'3". Okay. I'm but five nine. that probably wasn't the issue. The biggest issue was, you know, cadence because I run. Like, Avery uh, runs like very strange. Right. Yeah. So anyways, Danny. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm gonna go take a lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's refresh. Um, gosh, now that you say the high thing, honestly, I think um, Sage Herta, my old CU teammate, would be a good uh, four-legged race racer for me. Um, it's three-legged. She's a two old. She's a two flat. Oh, three-legged. Sorry, that one. <laughs> four-legged is just two people. <laughs> so you just want to race. <laughs> She just runs right next to me. Um, <laughs> so she's like a two flat 800 runner. So I think she did really motivate me to, at the end. Um, and we also lived together for three years. So I feel like me and her are just, we're just same, in sync. Same you know? stride length and wavelength. Right. Um, I think that's a good answer. What, do you, what do you think uh, you guys could run in that? Gosh. It'll be faster um, than 522 probably. <laughs> I've run... I don't know what her mile time. I feel like she's run at least like a 413, 1500. I ran a 405 this summer. So I feel like a mile. You guys are in 520? 522. Oh, boy. Yeah, but we didn't know like what it was going to be like. We didn't even practice. We didn't practice. You didn't didn't practice? We did one 100 meter stride, and I thought this is going to be horrible <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I think if we redid it we could run much faster yeah because i think if sage and i practice we could we could match you guys for sure. <laughs> i think so well here's the thing I think yeah. if we did more than one 100 meter stride if you did two and we're just like <laughs> the same yeah <laughs> if we're uh <laughs> and we're only like two inches off each other so maybe that one yeah okay. so avery and i we we at first we're gonna lock arms like this. Oh yeah. And then the pole vault, Georgia Tech pole vault coach was out there who said, No, don't do that. No. He's, yeah, <laughs> too much. It's too much. And he can't get <laughs> completely locked like this in pole vault position. It's wild. Um, but he said to hold each other like like around the waist. So we ended up holding each other by the waist. So just wanted more, to let you know that when you guys do yeah, it. Um, you guys are giving away all your secrets. I don't know if you want this record to be broken or, or what. Well, well, we're giving away our secrets in the confidence that it won't. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a <laughs> <No>. record. <laughs> so we'll just go out and do it again. Yeah, the handcuff mile. Yeah, I had the really prestigious mile. records that we didn't just semi make up. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you could run a handcuff mile in? Because maybe you could break the world record. <laughs> what is the handcuff record? Is there I, is there a record? Four thirty six, just handcuffed. But you have to have them behind your oh, back. Like, no, oh, like. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, heck no. I See, I'm the type that looks at women, like, running, or men, running with, like, strollers, and I'm like, oh, heck no. I could never like, do I'm it. Doing that. I could. I'm going to get a babysitter every time. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would not fare well. I would just, I think more out of, I don't think I'd have the um, patience. I think I would get really upset during that. <laughs> just, yeah. like, well, I was really, yeah, I never really knew when to do anything because I thought I was going to fall. And then I was like, if I fall on my face, I am going to die. I'm going to not have footage. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Well, honestly, I bet it was like the longest fall of all time. You're probably just like falling forward for yeah, four for, laps. I was you know? basically falling forward for a while. <laughs> but that is what running is. It's just falling forward for 
quite a while. That was deep. It was. Well, <laughs> you said I found my next tattoo. Really, so. I can't really remember what it was. It was something about luck, but I was going to make <laughs> So to, to finish off this podcast, since, since Danny Jones has gotten to know us pretty well, we're, we want to know you. Oh, right. And so what we're going to do is, is, is we start doing this. We think this is a great idea. If you could, could pull out your phone, go into the notes section, just read us what you have. What, 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 what does Jenny's, Danny Jones tell herself? <laughs> what kind of conversation you do you have You don't even want to know mine. Mine are <laughs> um, Gosh, honestly, I have a lot of boring stuff in my notes. I have a lot of grocery lists that oh, just yeah, go, okay. yeah, like over and over again. There's just like a million of them, and most of it is just, it's pretty much peanut okay. butter, coffee, written down like 40 different times. And... <laughs> I have my, oh, I have my training, or my training camp pack list. Huh? Um, Organized. Yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. Um, so this is really boring. Um, That's all right. Let's see. Oh, this is embarrassing. I have like kid names that I like. Oh, <laughs> For when I have kids in fifty years. <laughs> so, well, let me hear. Let me hear two of them. <laughs> um I really like Leo and my mom's maiden name is Damon, so is what? Go. Damon. Oh Damon. So Okay. <laughs> there you go. Now um, now know if uh, you have kids in the future where they came from. Your notes. <laughs> Your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have a note in here that literally all it says is stop feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I have a note in here that just says Seasonal depression, but just every season. <laughs> Stop feeling sad. We're all the same way, Blake. Seasonal depression, but just every season. <laughs> That's good. That's good. This is the one I wrote down a couple of days ago. This would be a, a video to the Swang song by Race River, but you would be swinging. Like, you know some young people like to swing, and but you're just, just like on, on a, a swing. swing. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I appreciate that. And stop feeling sorry for yourself. So <laughs> That's going to be the next shirt. That's next t-shirt. Next shirt. <laughs> stop feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> it's definitely been done before. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, my, reminders, my reminders would be really funny because I'm so forgetful. So sometimes I'm just so mean to myself in my reminders where I'm like, massage it too, like you dumb. And then... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely called myself a lot of things on my notes. Yeah. <laughs> so many notes. Like you do. Bad ones. Funerals worth dying for. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's great. Like, like you want to have like a grand finale. It's like a funeral. You're planning your funeral already. Right? That's no, more depressing than me planning my kids' kids. names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah, that's it. I didn't know. This just says open cell or closed cell. I'm not sure what This one means. says Jimmy John's baseball surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Andres about the, the baseball surgery, Tommy John, but I said, yeah, my friend had a Tommy John baseball surgery. And that's just like the subway place. And I was like, oh, what, did you just get a sub implanted in his arm? I thought that was stupid that I said that. I have a lot of dumb things written down. Anyways, we'll talk about it we'll later. Talk. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much. For coming on the pod, Danny. This was tons of fun. Learned, yeah, learned thanks, guys. grew a lot. We cried, we laughed. And, and we uh, did not feel sorry for And ourselves. we also did not plug <laughs> the number. Oh, 
Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is the whole, like, this is like the backbone to the podcast. We always forget to do it. So, listeners. Danny, what's the number? What? What? The number. Six, <laughs> sorry. We're not going <laughs> to. So, to to call, text, leave a voicemail into the podcast, the number is 646-780-9218. What is it? 646-780-9218. And so, please give us your thoughts. Give us some great questions. We love it. Next time, we'll maybe you can address it to the guest once you know who it is, once you yeah. do the speed round. And also, um, for the next podcast, please – Call in uh, with baby names that you like for Danny. Yes. <laughs> God, Jimmy's so dirty over here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Or cat names for my kittens. I only have you don't a- have to send me names. I already had a list in my phone. I don't need anymore. <laughs> I do. There was a kid when I was teaching preschool for a million years. A kid named Leo, who was one of my, who was my favorite kid, and he was on the Zoom today, and he said Leo, and his name was Skull Crusher. After that, that's what he wrote himself. <laughs> Seven. I was like, that is the weirdest thing ever. Anyways, please text in uh, kitten names. I've only named one kitten. And I have another one. Uh, one is named Barkley after the Barkley Marathon. And uh, then the second one came to me named Dash, which is pretty funny. It's cool. Uh, so, yeah. Are you sure that came to you? I feel like that was in the incredible. Mm. No, no, no. Okay. If you want to argue about this. No. Um, <laughs> I, I foster, the, the foster cat came to me and the name was already Dash. Um, but no, I did actually come up with the word dash. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and stop this podcast while it's hot. I need to go eat most. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Say you're going out late. I count down till you call me. It's just one of those things that you do when you're lonely. And you're all about the chase. But you won't ever let me catch you. And I wish it was the same But I know I'm gonna let you win again And when I do, it's gonna hurt like hell And you don't mean to That's what I tell myself But why you gotta be so heartless? I know you think it's heartless You're tearing me apart And girl, the hardest part is You're so high on attention Taking my semantics Leave me in the darkness Never finish what we started Now.